everybody. Welcome to the Friday edition of Back to the Window with Scott and Scott. I am Scott Steen, lead handicapper over at winnersandwiners.com. I'm your co-host, Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper over at winnersandwiners.com. And together, we do this each and every day, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, Back to the Window. It's just our attempt to help out all the gamblers out there, let you know what we're thinking on games, give you our opinion on uh, whatever you're looking at. If you ask for it, sometimes even when you don't, we'll, uh, we'll pipe up with an opinion. I have an opinion, Scott. Looks like it's not going to be a miracle weekend for Tiger Woods. Uh, no. And I believe we had that. Uh, I cashed my bogey prop yep. for round one, which was nice. Uh, under four and a half. Low max bet, but still better than nothing. So sure. that was a win there. Uh, yeah, I can't say that I'm surprised with the weather playing a serious factor. Because I heard the playing conditions compared to round one are borderline impossible. Yep. Right. Yep. We had talked. We had talked about that when we looked at the weather when we had Jim on the show on Wednesday, as we looked ahead at the weather forecast and it looked like Thursday was going to be uh, probably the best day. Sunday might be okay. It's going to be cold, but Friday and Saturday you're going to set. You're going to set uh, separate the men from the boys. What's your prediction for how many players under par at the end of? You know, I'll be kind. I'll say today's action. I don't know if today's action really changes much because the par is going to be plus three plus four so it's not even being that kind actually but does that include even or just strictly under par nope under par um i'm gonna go with like eight with eight okay yeah not bad somewhere in single digits maybe 10 but it's it's been rough it's it's been a really rough day for a lot of golfers i want to see what the uh, i want to see how many are under now uh do, 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 do. Uh, oh, of course. Um, yeah, that's what I get for counting on ESPN and not just going to PGA. I thought they'd have I had relatively easy to access, but no. Uh, right now, I gotta get to the. I gotta get to it. But uh, we've got we got five that are two or better. So okay. I don't know. Um, so you're saying eight might even be generous. Eight might be generated. It could be very close to right on the number. All right, so right now we have we have roughly, if we're only going by minus one, we have about fifteen. Fifteen, right now. Okay, yeah. yeah, I think I think a lot of them just started their days though, or a couple are still on the early portion. So, yeah, I'm gonna go with eight. Could probably be closer to around ten, but it's not going to be pretty. Yep, I don't think it's going it's going to be ugly for sure. So, it's good to see you guys. Welcome to the show. Welcome to pretty good day, Scott. Got baseball. Got a little day baseball. Got, of course, day masters. A little NBA season coming to an end. At least the regular season. I think the playoffs go on for another six or seven years after this is over. But uh, the regular. I'm sweating out some day baseball right now. What's that? I'm sweating out some day baseball right now. How many you got left? Uh, was well, right now I still have the Gallo prop and he's leading off next inning. Well, I know how many how many how many outs do you have left? Oh, uh, as of right now, Gallo should probably get two at bats. Uh, yeah, there's a chance he gets maybe pulled. There's a chance that maybe they switch him if there's a lefty pitcher. Should I ask probably the, halfway through? Should I ask the same question again and see if I can get an answer or no? Well, I didn't really understand your question. How many outs do you have left? How many outs are there for the Yankees? How many more outs? Oh, as of right now, they are uh, going to the bottom of the sixth and needing to bat in the ninth. Okay. I was just going by at bat. Jesus Christ. So 
12. Yeah. 12. Okay. 12. Very good. He's sweating his gallo prop. He's 0 for 2 so far. Scott has him not getting a hit. Very good. James Mount's in the house. Good to see you. Uh, Scott, as I see, uh, the Midnight Show is live. Dude, yes. Yes. My my six-minute pick show um, has turned into 20 to 30 minutes when we start when we start having conversations. So be forewarned. If you're going to get up, if you're going to stay up late and hang out while I'm doing the show, it's going to be a minute. <laughs> I noticed that when I posted it last night. Absolutely. Uh, Tiger, you know how long my play the day video was? I don't know. Uh, four, four, and a half, four and a half minutes. Three minutes. Two minutes and 14 seconds. You're, you're a fucking all-star. You really are. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Have fun with your 30. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, it's good to see Big X in the house, as always. Uh, he has Gallo on his bench. Looks like that's a good move so far for both of you. But, um, yeah, we want to remind everybody, hammer that like button, would you? We appreciate it. We appreciate the effort. We know people check us out. We appreciate it if you stop by and make sure that you like our videos. Subscribe to our channels, both the Winners and Winers YouTube channel and the Max Wagers Network YouTube channel. Scott, we got a new we got a new partner, man. What do you think? You excited? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's the good folks over there at Caesars who uh, own many, many different brands of casinos, including uh, Harris is a, is a big Caesars brand as well. But this is all about their sports books, Scott. If Caesars is in your state, you should definitely take advantage of this. It is a $1,100 first bet insurance. It's very similar to the uh, promos that we've talked about before. Uh, they determine a little differently, and it is kind of insurance, and it does insure you against losing that first bet because there is no way you can lose that first bet. You simply make your deposit, make your first bet up to 1100 bucks. If you win, you win. If you lose, Caesars are like, nah, no problem. No problem. Here you go. Uh, go on now. Get out of here. They, they totally make it good. Uh, the promo code on that is PICKS and, uh, what is it, P, uh, PICKS and Parlays, PNP. S-C-Z-R. I cut that off when I I cut that off when I copied and pasted. Do you have it handy? It's gonna be in the description, so if you want it, it's down below. Eventually it will be in the description. Uh so yeah, once I I have to go back by and edit that, but it is the uh P and P C Z C Z R, I believe. So yeah, check that out for sure. Uh guys share great tips and ask great questions. Yes, uh talk about the comment section, that's absolutely true. Uh, Peter Wolf, oh, the early morning banner. Yeah, we had some fun, man. It was, uh, okay, well, we will, Peter. And, and at least until at least until uh, the guys upstairs take a look at my videos and go, why the fuck is he doing 30 minutes now? I don't, I don't get it. So, but up until that time, I'll be happy to do it. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Scott, how'd your day go yesterday? Opening day in baseball? How'd that go for you? Uh, overall, fine. Can't really complain. I ended up having the... Play that a winner with the Spurs team total over, which was nice. Took a huge fourth quarter, but it got there. And then I also recommended on this show something in the Call the Cops segment, but I believe I was actually on the right side of it. Very nice. Very nicely done. Uh, Bronco Devil says he just got a new power recliner delivered. Excellent. Uh, the, the wife is using it, of course. Bronco, I can relate, my brother, because my uh, my big screen TV and the power recliner are in my office. My wife will come in in the evenings to watch TV. You know where I'm sitting? At my desk, brother. That's where I'm sitting. You know where the wife is? Ah, in the rocking chair, <laughs> in the power recliner. You know what else? Wouldn't have it any other way. I love her. She puts up with me. She certainly deserves a couple hours in the chair. I'm just saying, get used to it, brother. Um, 
My boss asked me why my department. My, my ask. My boss asked me why are my department meetings an hour long? Because of telling stories and stuff. Is that why? <laughs> you have stories for every occasion, so you know that doesn't exactly surprise me. Uh, J.C. Stone NASCAR show later. Oh yeah, absolutely. We're going to be talking about Martinsville. That should be fun. King Me says best bets are best bet today is the Giants. On the money line. Skeeter, how do you feel about that? Well, the Giants won 107 games last year. So, you know, taking them to win a game sounds <laughs> like child's play. But to look at the actual matchup here, Miami, of course, has the very good starting pitching. They can't hit. Logan Webb was really good last year. Uh, if, what is this total? Seven? Seven and a half? Seven and, seven and a half. half seems kind of generous, right? I mean, I figured with those pitches, you'd probably be looking yep absolutely correct so yeah here we go um let's let's bring on she's a, she's a little early holy crap i didn't know Allie could ever be early look at her let's bring her on it's friday you know what that means yes we are doing the nascar show but before that it means it's our very special friday guest it's the one the only the plus money honey it's Allie burns everybody what's up <laughs> Hi guys. I'm sorry. I'm early. I have water heater issues and people are coming and going. And I was like, let me just hop on and say what's up to the guys. I don't want to leave them hanging. How are y'all doing? Well, we're great. Good. We're great. We were, uh, we were just getting ready to do our segments. Cause we were, we were just kind of chatting up top. You want to, you want to hang out? We, uh, as we do call the cops in the rocking chair, you want to, you want to hang for us for a minute? Yeah. Okay. Actually, I usually run if somebody calls the cops, it's like the only reason I run, but yeah. It's, that's, what I used, <laughs> that's what I used to say. Said, you, you see me running. I probably got stolen goods under my arm, but, uh, exactly. All right. Let's, uh, let's talk about it real quick, Scott. Let's, uh, let's dive in. It's the Friday edition. You know who you were, you know who you were. It was opening day. There were some happy people. There were some sad people. There were some winners. There were some whiners. There's the people that took it in the shorts and the people that took it to the bank. Let's find out which category you fit into as we roll out the Friday edition of Call the Cops. All right. Very good. Well, we're going to start off in the major leagues. Perhaps you heard a little bit about this game. If you had the Diamondbacks team total under three and a half, we could have done about, I don't know, three or four different call the comps on this game alone. We'll take the I team. I said I like the over, so there you go. Woohoo! Uh, if you yeah. had the Diamondbacks team total under three and a half up against the Padres, they had zero runs entering the ninth inning. Uh, they scored four runs, including a three-run walk-off dinger. Diamondbacks, they win four to two, break up the Padres, Scott. We, uh, we predicted the Padres wouldn't be very good. And you know what? For eight innings, we look like morons. But for an inning, we look like geniuses. Diamonds win. Diamondbacks win four to two. If you had the Diamondbacks uh, under three and a half, if you had the Padres money line, Padres run line, you know what? Call the Cavs. And in hockey, if you had the Sabres plus one and a half against the Hurricanes, they led three to one with less than 24 minutes left which means you need to not get outscored by four goals in the final 24 minutes. Yeah, that didn't happen. Carolina's pretty good, especially at scoring, and they hit an empty netter with 55 seconds left. Sabres lost by two. Not good. Not good at all. Okay, why, why is that not going away? That should not be there anymore. Okay, interesting. We're going to find out what happens when I put the next one up. Uh, Scott, if you had the Cubs' first five under... Okay. <laughs> if you had the Cubs' first five under uh, t team total under one and a half against the Brewers, 
had zero runs entering the fifth inning against the defending NL Cy Young winner. Uh, alas, it was not to be. He gave up three runs in the bottom of the fifth. Cubs finished with three runs and ended up picking up the victory there against the Brewers. So if you had the Brewers on the money line, run line, or uh, if you had the Cubs first five under one and a half, congratulations, you need to call the Cubs. By the way, Gallo just struck out a third time. We're on our way. Let's go. All right. Very good. Yes. Very good, my friend. So here's a great question. I cannot figure out <laughs> how to get how the... To get rid of the fiction. No, no. It's According to this, it shouldn't be showing. It's It's all gone. I Let's see if I can do something. Okay, you know yeah, saying. you see if you could. Yeah, perfect. That works. No, nope. Allie, you. I know you. Yeah, run, broke the thing. I know nice. you run Streamyard a lot. I don't even know how you guys got that picture up there. Did you do a share screen? No, it's a. Uh, it's it's a. It's under the. Uh, nope. Um, brand. Okay. Under the uh, the ad. You had to add. Oh, it's it's an overlay. Had to be creative. Yeah, I do share screen, so I'm not sure. There it is. There we go. There it is. Okay. It was under overlay. I don't know why. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know why that did that. Okay, Scott. There was some good. There was. Okay. There was some good news out there besides me how learning how to run the fucking computer. There was other good news. This is the people that had those nice easy bets. Maybe you got a brand new recliner. Maybe you got a new power recliner, and you're sitting in it. Whatever it is, if you had one of these teams. You had the night off because you, my friend, were sitting in the rocket chair. First one, if you had the Cardinals, minus one and a half against the Pirates. Wainwright's on the mound against the Cardinals, against the Pirates, which means you know he's going to pitch well because he has for about 17 years. And the Pirates didn't score. Cardinals uh, led four to nothing after two innings. They won nine nothing. Wainwright really is just too good against Pittsburgh. It just never ends. It's the same story every year. It's the same old, same old situation, Scott. Same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. Same hey, it ever was? if you had the Canadians and the Diablos, the Devils over six and a half, we've been talking to you about taking the Devils over over uh, in hockey games. It didn't come in last time, but the first time in a, uh, three months, but it did come in last night. Four girls, four four. Four girls in the first period. Fantastic news. Four goals in the first period. The game landed 11. So uh, four goals in the first period. Actually kind of underachieving what they did the rest of the way. Congratulations if you had the Diablos and the Canadiens, eh? If you had the over there, you were sitting in the rocking chair. And the last one, if you had the under in the Kraken and Blackhawks game, totals at six and a half. You had one goal in the second period, one goal in the third period. Game ended two to nothing. Break up the Kraken, man. Break up the Kraken. Uh, it's release the Kraken, actually. Oh, is that what it, is that what it is? Yeah. My. It's release the Kraken. The Titans. Very, very good. All right. So thanks for hanging with us as we as we goofed our way through that, Allie. That's, uh... That was cool. I like to see how you guys. I don't like watch a ton of sports betting shows just because I handicap my own stuff typically. So I, like, I, but I always like to check in with the Max Wagers Network and see what you guys do. Your bet the farm. That was cool. That was a very cool segment. Well, you know, we always let you go before we put our goofy hats on. So we yes, we, we prefer you not. We prefer you not see us like that. Um, Scott, I'm going to tell your dirty little secret that you shared with me before the show. Uh, speaking of watching other shows, I was asking him. I wanted to ask him a technical question about one of our other shows. It was just parlays with Chris and Jim. Scott, what did I ask you? Uh, you asked me if I watch any other gambling shows. Uh, that one in particular. And what did you tell me? Uh, no, never seen it. <laughs> never, never seen it. 
It's like on just parlays. He's never watched it not once. It's a good show. Uh, have I've, you watched Morningwood? I've it a couple of times. Oh, like, but I there's a oh, there's a better question since she's here. She's here on the air. Have you ever watched Morningwood? Uh, no, I have not. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, I have oh, other well. jobs that I'm busy doing. I don't have time to watch it. Although, if you were gonna lie, that wouldn't be a bad shot. What the? That would be the opportunity. That would have been the spot right there. I thought that was like a gypsum. I thought that was like a... You know, I'll tell you what. I've been boycotting until you have me on the air. How does that sound? Oh, I would love to have you on the air. Um, I'm actually doing... That's kind of my new... I had Ross Benjamin on yesterday uh, with really great baseball betting tips. So if anyone uh, in your circle wants to look up the Thursday episode of Morning Wood, expert handicapper Ross Benjamin's on there. Uh, We break down baseball, you know. Uh, as best we could in an hour time slot for that matter, but really good baseball betting tips. But I agree, like I handicap my own stuff, so I don't need to watch other shows necessarily. <laughs> you know, the truth but... is I actually am working most of the time. I usually do like an hour and a half podcast followed by editing about three separate podcasts. So I usually don't have time to actually do any of that stuff, but I'm being yeah. honest. Yeah, I get out of a morning. I go straight to the book. I just got back from the book and then I popped in here because I got to meet the water, the yeah water heater guy and blah, 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 blah. And then, I, yeah, so I feel you, man. I'm mad at you. She's but drinking. I will have you on my show. She's drinking. She's... I have you guys on Total Chaos. Yeah, you do. That's right. Every week. She's drinking rum and root beer, says Ronco. Devil. Not yet. I'm not. You drink rum and root beer? <laughs> this is like the worst green juice that there ever was. It's green immunity boost. Usually I get the green goddess. It's there's a lot going on in here. I, I saw that when you originally picked that up, I thought it was like a square bottle. I thought it was like a Jim Beam bottle or something. No. Oh my God. <laughs> not yet. Pounding whiskey. Bronco, I call it work because they pay me. So, you know, it, it really depends on, you know, the salary. But if there's a transaction of goods and services for money, I'm going to call that work. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, it's my job to watch baseball games, to yeah, watch sports. That's right. You know, that's our that's job right. is to watch sports. And, you know, it ain't a bad gig. <laughs> it ain't a bad gig at all. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Allie, let's, uh, let's talk about some way too early takeaways from Major League Baseball. Of course, it was opening day yesterday for, I don't know what they have, 12, 12 teams, six, six, seven games or so. That combined for about 12 runs. <laughs> two of them got postponed. A lot of, lot of low-scoring games yesterday. For starters, how did, you, how, did, how did you end up doing? 12 and 2, baby. There you what? go. There you go. Would you, very nicely done. It was a really done. good day. Um, the two I missed, I threw three bucks on the Brewers at plus 300 in play. I'd already had them plus one and a half runs, and I had the Cubs plus two and a half runs. So I got that together, yeah. and I hit the Nerfie in that game. Um, and then I kind of I sprinkled on the Brewers at that plus money. And then I had the Reds plus one and a half. I had the Braves plus four and a half, but I had to sprinkle uh, that plus 14.25. So the two bets that I lost were those two bets where I was just kind of, it was, they were value bets basically, but it was a really, really good day. Um, so I'm kind of taking it a little easier, taking it easier with only five bets today and but, also a KBO bet and two well, Russian table for, tennis. For now, you, you can pre pre bet a live bet. So I'm sure you'll end up with 15. Exactly. So I had 14 for, yesterday. Well, 15, yeah. but my hedge, I count my hedges as one win. So I'm saying you have five game. pre-game bets. That'll usually mm-hmm. multiply at some point during the actual games. So They're all run lines too. Actually, I have the twins on the money line, but um, they're all plus one and a half run lines. So they're all, there's always a middle that can be found when you got, when you're getting a run and a half, mm-hmm. try to get a run and a half on the other side and see what I can do with my day. So, so yeah. f- for all the uh, for for all of the fans out there that maybe aren't regulars of Morning Wood or don't know that term, tell everybody what a nerfie is. 
a nerfie is no run in the first inning. Uh, I hit four of those yesterday. Lenny, they're all Lenny's though. I have to give Detroit Lenny the credit. He hit me up with some nerfies and I was like, let's go. Uh, neither one, I didn't bet them today, but at both of the first games did not have nerfies. So the flip side of a nerfie is a year fee. Yes, run first inning. So uh, those are really fun to mess around with, especially you get two good pitchers and um, you'll see teams that start slow throughout the season. There's a real handicap to the nerfy year fee angle, uh, but I kind of need some more games under my belt before I, like John Gant was a big year fee guy. He was a yes run first inning for me last season. Um, so you'll find them as they come about. Lenny loves them. So he's all, he's deep in them. He likes I know the that. Yeah, I know the no runs first inning went six and one yesterday. Mm -hmm. uh, so that the only exception was the Cardinal game. I know that even one game in, I can tell you the nerfy should be pretty good for pretty much every Guardians game for the entire season. Is that a fair way to put it? on the Royals yesterday. That was one of my plays. It did. Nobody, they can score on the team. The one guy with the RBI, shocker, Jose Ramirez. The only guy <laughs> worth a damn on the entire team. They, they can't score. Yep. Yep. The, Ooh, uh, Philly's first at bat, Homer to start the game. There Let's goes go, your, There goes your nerfy. There goes your nerfy <laughs> in that there one. There goes the yerfy. So that That's was a, a yes run first inning. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was somebody asked us about the Royals uh, and the Guardians no run first inning, and you and I were both all over that. We both liked that quite a bit. I we was, said we liked it. it was juiced. I also liked the under in the first five, but we had some question marks. About that's right. It was. Oh, that's team. right. It, that was the one that was juiced to like one sixty, wasn't it? It was like 155 or whatever, yeah. but the questions were about Granke because of what happened at the end of last year in Bieber because he pitched basically once in the last four months. Right. Didn't really matter. Now, by the way, how do you feel about uh, Bobby Wood Jr. having that big hit in his first career game? Um, I was happy about it. I was I was, uh, I was, was anxious to see the kid play. He just mashed at every minor league level he was at. He was the number one prospect, according to baseball prospectus, that was uh, coming up this year, so... Yeah, I thought he I thought he played well. Um it was it was over 2 before before that shot, but uh you know what? He made it count. He made that one or, uh, it was over 3, sorry, two groundouts and a flyout before that, but he made he made it count. So that's a pretty strong uh 250 average for the season. So if he's going to uh get an RBI every game and hit 250, I'm okay with that. And a water bath. And and he got the game. he got the salvy splash. Absolutely. Allie, what you what what was your takeaway from uh from the Royals Guardians game about Granky and Bobby Witt Jr. in particular? Um, I didn't watch the game, so I don't really have a takeaway. You, you treat it like Scott um, treats did, your did videos. Any takeaways on any of the games yesterday? Yesterday, she, I mean, she went I had, ten and two. I was, I was into a lot of stuff. Uh, my kind of my angle is grab the sheet and then look for the reverse line movement and then take you know, a plus, what is it? Like today it would be the Diamondbacks I'm on, um, again, the Nationals, but it's like a plus 144. That's not a great example, but a plus 144 to a plus 140. So I get the, the reverse line movement that the dog is coming down. And then I take that dog on the run line, plus a run and a half. So uh, like a minus 130 is usually what I'm getting it at. So that is kind of my strategy in the beginning. And also I kind of like to fade the big names. I like to fade the Bieber. The Cole today, um, yesterday, who else? It was Freed, Otani. I was all over the Astros. Um, I like the, so, yeah, I like the Astros too in that game. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. Fading Burns. Um, but although I do like Hendricks better than Burns, but everyone's so high on Burns. That guy's hair. I mean, really. How does he not have a Pantene deal? Because those are luscious locks. He puts Cameron Ross to shame. He's I got, said it, Cam. He's, he's got some locks. Of course, there is a... 
you have to check out uh, Scott Barlow of the Royals. I and I don't I didn't see him pitch. I listened to the game. I didn't see it. I don't know if he still has the long hair, but he has some beautiful long hair last year as well. I'm gonna be sad if he doesn't now. So Wasn't it Hater had really long hair too, but it wasn't like beautiful. Lush yeah, Hater's stuff. got the long hair. Stalmont has the man bun. The man bun. Hair, I can't do man hair. buns. If I you're can't. a man out there with a bun, you need to make a decision. Okay. Do you want short hair? Do you want long hair? You yeah. got to go one way or the other. Okay. Yeah, because, because the bun, what are you, a ballerina? Yeah. You, you got bar class later? I can't with a man bun. That, I don't care. I agree. I agree okay. that it's good to hear a woman's perspective on that because as a guy, I think it looks stupid, but you know, I don't, nobody really cares what I think about men's fashion. Um, so, Allie, we've had you mm -hmm. on the show three or four times now. And if, if I were to glean anything, I would glean that you are more a system player versus a, uh, a get down in the weeds and uh, and sort through uh, woba and war and who's doing what against all that. You're you're looking for line. You're looking for specific triggers and to to fall into your system. Correct. Incorrect. No. So I did statistics for the UNLV basketball team and the Las Vegas Aviators. So in my, I've been like hardcore handicapping for about four or five years now, right? So in that first three, four years of it, I was all stats. I mean, I have notebooks upon notebooks of every single game that is played throughout the entire season of baseball for every team, every all of that. Um, now, but I'm, it's like the tool in my handicapping toolbox. Uh, I'm looking at line movement. I'm looking at fading this. I'm So it's, the stats are already kind of in my head. I just know how to look them up quickly on my phone to where I don't have to write everything down. So I kind of know what I'm trying to do when I do it. Um, I'm big on value searching. I want pluses. I want plus runs. I want plus money. I want plus runs at plus money. If I can, the brewers, I got plus a run and a half at plus 110 last night, you know? So I'm, uh, I'm opportunistic maybe is what I'd say. I don't, I wouldn't say I have a system. I'm just kind of, I'm also, and we talked about this before about statistics and being stat driven. I think being a female, one of the things that I have that you don't <laughs> is women's intuition, right? Like I, a lot of it for me is just like a feeling just that like this, you know, these guys playing together, I like get their vibe off of them. And I'm like, ah, these guys are not going to come back or they will come back. And so a lot of times I'm just really, if I'm watching a game, using my intuition to kind of figure things out and figure teams out. I don't want to say I have it and you don't, but you're not women. So I don't know. Okay. It's one of those things I think about when I'm thinking about things. You know? <laughs> okay. I think the point, though, is that Steve was trying to make you base a lot of your actual plays on line movement and on stuff that maybe not necessarily is determined on the field, but on, th I'd say, betting sites and betting track data information, that kind of stuff. Is that a fair statement? Right. Well, I used to take, when I would take stats, I mean, that's what I was doing. I was looking yeah. for situations in a first five inning where this team is better in the first five than the other. And this guy mm. throws your fees all day and this one throws nerfies. And so if I get on this dog at plus money in the first five, it'll switch the favorite by the end of the first five. And then I can get on the favorite as a dog. And I just, I've always got a plan. I'm always looking to set myself up. I'm never looking to make one bet. Never, ever am I looking to make one bet. I'm looking to make a bet that will lead me to another bet is kind of what I'm doing. So I don't know if that's systemy, okay. then that's systemy. But I personally live bet the Brewers plus one and a half two yesterday. So that worked out yes. for the two of us. But yes. yeah, I have to, I'd say, I don't want to say work on my ability to grab, uh, I'd say, good middling opportunities in baseball for both sides. But it's definitely something I could add 
to my repertoire. Mm -hmm. Usually I'm in a situation where if I like a team and they're down X amount of runs, I'll just bet them to come back. Mm -hmm. But I don't necessarily do a good enough job on trying to buy back for a middle in that situation. Right. I guess that's one thing I could work on. Steam, what about you? Do you ever go for that? Or do you just go for the buy for the immediate expect this team to play better and just deal with that? No, well, it's a combination. I want to I want to look at the bullpen usage. I want to look at how that starter's been going if he's going deep into games, what the what the bench looks like. Uh, of course, that's going to that has less of an effect this year with since the National League has adopted the DH. You don't have to worry about uh, the righty lefty matchups on the on the on the bench and who they're going to sub out and everything like that. But uh, I'm always looking for opportunities to arbitrage or middle or middle a game. I think that's and baseball certainly with the ebbs and flows and the bullpens and the complete the completely changing complexion of the game based on who's on the bump. Uh, baseball probably provides you with the most middle opportunities. Right after college, or right right ahead of college basketball, uh, and because in my well, opinion. baseball I like better because it's so slow. And I said this on Morning Wood today. Tiger bogeys. I have Tiger to make it in the Masters and to finish in the top thirty. Um, so this is like a really right, good tip, though, for anyone who's middling. If you, I explained it on Morning Wood. If so, take the Braves and the Reds. Right, um, Reds get up, Braves go to a plus two hundred, and the Braves are batting. You know, maybe they've got guys on, maybe things are happening, but if you bet the Braves plus two, say the bases are loaded and you're like, I've got to take the Braves plus 200 right now because they're about to bat them all in. Don't freaking wait because when that inning ends and it flips over, say no, nothing happens, no runs are scored. When the inning ends and the bat switches teams, that plus 200 will go to a plus 230. So baseball, in-play baseball betting is very much about timing of who has the bat and who has the ball. So keep that in mind when you're doing it. You'll miss your best number so many dang times. Um, and it's like I was showing them too. Like I'll keep little notes. Like as I'm going along, I'll keep these little notes that are like Braves plus two runs at plus 100, bottom of the third, three to nothing. Braves plus one run at plus 100, bottom of the fifth, three to one. So you got to train yourself. Like sit there and watch the game and watch the way the lines move and your brain will get real tuned into that to what's going to happen next. And that's kind of... You're kind of gambling with yourself a lot of. Times. I think that's a. I think that's a fantastic, a fantastic piece of advice to learn. If you're gonna, if you're gonna be serious about live betting, you have to learn the patterns. You have to learn the the situational changes in the numbers. Uh, if you're if you're live betting a baseball game, somebody gets on first. How does it change the lines? Second, how does yep. it change? They hit a home run. They're now they're they're three back instead of four back. How does it change the line? So you need to uh, study those situations. And I'm guilty. I think like a lot of gamblers. We'll watch the game, but we'll be doing other things. Maybe, you know, Scott and I, maybe we're working or uh, somebody else, maybe they're at home dealing with the kids, talking to the wife. Uh, maybe they've got it on their phone. They're watching something else. But there's a great lesson there, Allie. When you're watching the games, if you want to bet them live, keep an eye on those odds and what they're doing and how it changes. And I know sitting at the sports book, that gives you a great leg up because you've got numerous games going on at the same time. You've got multiple screens and you can and you have the odds that you can check right there you don't have to go back and forth on your phone or toggle i like on to your do computer. one game at a time my doorbell just rang hang on okay second. there she goes everybody tally burns um good advice scott we could we could all we could all get better with the live betting situations because that's where that's where the real money is i think you're going to find far more situational inefficiencies in the lines live betting than you do on the on the static lines before the game starts yeah i live bet a lot i'm just not exactly looking for full arbitrage with my live bets. I usually have a pregame bet and then maybe I'll go somewhere in the middle of the game. I'm on the show right now. But 
that's kind of just how I do it. But either way, there's a lot of ways to make money in live betting, as you said. Yep, absolutely. Is it, is it, is it the water heater guy? It's my kid. He got home from school. It was a half day. I'm so bummed out. Today's International Children's Day. Yep. And they decorate all their classrooms like different countries. And you get to eat food and make crafts. And usually it always happens at three after school. And it was a half day today. Damn it. So they, have international, they have International Children's Day the day after National Beer Day. I love National Beer Day. It's okay. my favorite. I'm, just, I'm, just try, I'm trying to make sure I got it. What was, your, what was yeah. your son's theme? What was his room? What country? Bolivia. They Bolivia. Bolivia. So you, what do you get? A little uh, empanadas, a little rice and beans, some plantains, maybe. What'd you eat? Burritos. He's got like a whole bag of stuff in Beautiful. there. Beautiful. I can get it if you want to see. We can we you, you dig tell, through you, that. You stuff tell that right kid, now. put that backpack. Step away slowly, son. Put the backpack down. Nobody's going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. You got some arepas with some empanadas. That's, yeah. you had so made empanadas. That's my favorite so. part. It's like this huge buffet table that you get to go down and try food from everywhere. I drive these two other little kids to school in the morning. And the girl, Daisy, had France. Max had Canada. And uh, Escher had Bolivia. And I told Max, I'm like, Canada? That's not a real country anyway. <laughs> and he like totally didn't get the South Park joke. Make sure you stop by uh, for check out some of our moose burgers here, eh? Yeah, hey. You got uh, you got your Tim Hortons. You got to you got to stop by Tim Hortons for a cup. Um, <laughs> James Mouse. <laughs> That's a a Bolivian oh, delicacy. The, the Bolivian, the cocaine. I thought that was more of a Colombia thing. Colombian. No, no before before yeah. Colombia, there was Bolivian marching powder, my friend. That's uh that's the, you guys are you guys are too young for that term. That was a that was a late seventies, early eighties. Uh, that's a lot of the. Uh, a lot of the hedge fund douchebags were always hopped up on the Bolivian marching powder. So, the Bolivian marching like powder. Here in Las fund. Vegas, we call it uh, we call it Hollywood's favorite low calorie sweetener. Oh, there you go. Mm. Yeah. Hey, are they, Ali? Since we got you, are the Mets and Dodgers locks for tonight? No, there's okay. no such thing as locks. First of all, get that into all your heads, viewers. There is no such thing as a lock. It's we don't not use a real deal. We don't use the L word on this show. We don't use it on morning wood. They'll tell you too. Like the morning woodies will say, Allie doesn't let us use that word because <laughs> I don't want you to get it in your head. That's a thing, Ryan Page. You know better. You're a woody. You know that. So, um, so this guy I'm in a relationship with used the L word. Oh, he told you he loved you. No, he said the fucking no. Dodgers were a lock. That guy's got to go. Mm-hmm. It's never going to work between it's us. Never gonna work. It's never going to work. Ryan Page, we just broke up. Sorry. We used to joke at the casino, the craft table. Like I could never marry anybody that bet the field on a craft table. If you're if you're really? if you're chunking if you're chunking twenty five hundred dollars in the field, we have no future. Get the fuck out of there. One of my very good friends bets the field all the time. Fuck him. He's he's, my he's, kid, de- he's so dead my to me. My kid is a freaking roulette god, right? Like he's got his little online. He's eleven and a half. Um, oh, nice. And he, He's like making all this cash on his little game in roulette. And I'm like, what are you doing, bro? Like, if you got an angle, I want to know about it. And he puts four, you know how it's divided, like numbers one to 12, 12 to 24, and then 24 to whatever 24 plus 12 is. Um, that, 32, I'll go with it. 36. Know. Anyway. 36. Numbers go. got us. Allie Burns, everybody. You don't get your degree in art because you're good at math. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, but he'll put a stack of 4,000 on this one, 4,000 on this one. He leaves this one blank. So he's giving himself a two third shot to win. And he does, he just got like one of those hits and it collects and blah, blah, blah. And he's, he's got a freaking system going on for roulette. I'm like, Damn. and then he's like, always take black, just always take black. Well, that, well, that's a given. 
I mean, you always yeah, had on black. Like, you get that 50 50 odds, though, right? I mean, Wesley <laughs> Snipes taught you that like 30 years ago. Not, always it's, on black, but it's, not, always on black. it's not 50 50 odds. It's just. because you, know, you got the zero in there. Yeah. Because the, yeah, the one green one. That's well, or the, or the doubles, or you have the double zero. So. That was actually, yeah, that was the quick roulette story. My friend went to Vegas a couple weeks ago and he decided to take whatever his winnings were, which was like 300 or something, and he's like black or red. And we had a full like thing in the group chat going like black, black, whatever. And he's like, double zero. It was all the money. One spin. He was there for one spin, double zero. See you later. Oh my gosh. Go. That's insane. I had a buddy. Rough. I used to be a go-go dancer at a club called Taboo here in the uh, MGM. And uh, this is back in my 20s. But the security guard guy would always walk the dancers out. And we're walking by a craft table. He gives us each 100 bucks. He goes, all right, let's see who. He goes, I'm a cop. Who wants to get married tonight? Who needs life insurance? So we all put our hundred bucks down on our on the craps table deal. None of us win. And he goes, I win. I don't have to get married tonight. <laughs> all right. That's fair. Oh, uh, you gotta love Vegas. The, the, you gotta the, love Vegas. I got married to a guy I knew for seven hours. No, you did so not. That. Yes, I did. For, That's why I lived in England. Because he was well, in town for, for hours, one night. Just, for huh? seven hours, just not in a row, right? Steve, no, seven Wright hours. <laughs> it was seven World hours, Cup not soccer. in a row, but it was seven, World Cup soccer. Seven hours. I don't seven know. hours. Yeah, it was Mexico played. Um, Mexico played the USA in 2002, yeah. two thousand two. Um, and if they advanced, it was the farthest we'd advanced in like fifty four years or something. And I went to the bar, crown and anchor, at like three in the morning when that game started. I set my alarm. I went to watch it by myself. And this guy and his dad. They were from England, but they were in L.A., and they drove to Vegas for the night. And we watched that whole game. Then we watched Belgium-Brazil. And by the end of Belgium-Brazil, he had proposed. Now it's like, you know, 9 in the morning. Courthouses are open. We figured this is a great idea. We get married. I dropped him off at the Excalibur. No boom-boom. None of that. Like, none of that. And then, like, a month later, I got a passport and flew to England. I lived there three months. Went to a cricket match. Went to Newmarket horse racing. It was very cool. And uh, didn't work out. Didn't work out. That's, this three months is, out of this it. shocking development. Can you believe it? Did oh, you yeah. have the? Did you, what did you have for the over under at the end of that uh, seven hours? I figured it was like it happened in June, so yeah. I figured I'd be back by the end of the summer. Okay. <laughs> Which I think I made it to like October. I got there in July, August, September, and I came back in October. But I left him before. I toured through Europe a bit. I went to like Switzerland and Austria, and of course Amsterdam. I had to hit Amsterdam. And um, he had a Zurich. he had a Euro yeah. Rail pass. I couldn't well, break up with I couldn't to die for. I couldn't break up with huh? him before I used his Euro Rail pass. <laughs> that's a whole other story, but yeah. All right, <laughs> man. That's I thought I had I thought I had ridiculous stories. That's you got me. You got, my second husband was um, my gay best friend. I need I needed health insurance because I got pregnant and I married my gay best friend. Nice. So that was my second husband. Yeah. Excellent. I believe that was the entire plot of. Uh... That was the no. plot of uh, what? What the hell was the name? Is that Adam Sandler movie? Um, Chuck and Larry. Chuck and Larry. Yes, yeah. exactly. Same exact situation. Very good. There you go. It worked out. It worked out. We're not friends anymore, but it worked out mm. for the time. Hey, who cares? He got the insurance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it All was right. good insurance. He sold pharmaceuticals, so who doesn't? Really who didn't? Um, <laughs> All right, Allie. Oh, Let's, uh, man. Okay. Speaking of going for an hour, let's talk about what you like tonight, and then we're going to get you out of here. I know you got you got a right. water heater. What do you what do you got for working for tonight? So I'm going to preface I agree, this by Peter. saying that I, I had agree. a really freaking good day yesterday. 
and like law of averages, I probably won't today. So okay, saying that out loud. So go the other um, way. Yeah. So fade or follow at your own risk. I got the twins. This is my money line bet. Um, I took the twenties. A little line movement there. Not a ton, but I I went with it. I took the Orioles plus a run and a half. Diamondbacks are running a half, Rangers are running a half, and the Nationals running a half. In KBO, I've got the Heroes plus 130. Thank you, Rickett Picks. And then uh, in Russian table tennis, I wouldn't know how to explain how to bet on those things, but I've got two Russian table tennises too. Okay, there you go. So that's what I'm on. Where can we find you these days? Find me on Morningwood Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, every Tuesday, the last Woody standing starts. It's a contest where you guys give me your number one best bet. If it comes true, come back the next day until you are the last Woody standing. The whole contest typically takes about a week. Um, and you win $100 and a T-shirt. We do lots of information, like lots of knowledge. If you're learning how to sports bet, if you have a question, what's a round robin, what's a teaser, what's a pleaser, I'm a good spot to come to. Uh, me and Detroit, Lenny, run the <laughs> circle the wagons, as Ross Benjamin would say. Um, lots of special guests on for knowledge uh, and information. So, yeah, check out Morning Wood every okay. Monday through Friday, 1 p.m. Eastern. And I'll have you guys on. You guys want to come on next week? We'll talk. What time is it? Sure. 1 p.m. Eastern. That sounds early. No, I'll come on. Whenever. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> All right. I'm sounds in. good. And I'll see you guys on Tuesday for Total Chaos yep. also. Yep. We do that every okay. Tuesday. And then you usually got that posted by when? 8 p.m. or so Eastern time? Yep. All Tuesday right. nights. Yeah. Very good. It's Allie Burns, everybody. The Plus Money Honey. Don't forget to check her out on Twitter, at Plus Money Honey. Uh, Allie, what All position right. do you play? Somebody wanted to know you had the jersey on. Do you do you pay a, play a position in softball and or baseball? I feel like I would be like a shortstop. Yeah, yeah. Also, there's a going joke on Morningwood that I can hit Odorizzi's fastball, and he pitches today. So okay. I got to okay. head to the batting cages and warm up. <laughs> Fair you enough. Have a rocket of an arm for shortstop? I feel like I do. You know, I okay. have the attitude that I can do anything. I hear a lot of. I hear a lot of feel like I probably would. I think yeah. so. Because but, it's all mental. It's all what you think you can do. Is it? Know? That's just it. I feel like I saw is. Glaber Torres play shortstop for about four years, so you might have a shot at it. There you just go. Saying. All and right. If I had, honestly, I'd probably be like out in deep left. I'd be like the guy who fields the foul balls, who's not even in the game. That's probably who I would be. You'd be the, be, the, be the security guard sitting on the chair that they give you mm -hmm. to watch that, to make sure everybody doesn't go over the, that's the fence. Meant for me. Absolutely. All right, Allie. Happy Thanks Friday. Have a great weekend. Good luck on all your players tonight. It's baseball, baby. Cheers. Good luck. All right, Bye, we'll guys. see you. All right, there she goes. It's Allie Burns, everybody. She's cool. Now, that's a hell of a story, Scott. Yeah, we had a couple of stories in there. Yeah. Which we, I wasn't anticipating. Yeah. We segued from uh, the prequel to the Hangover movies. Yep. Into an insurance fraud scheme. You yeah. Know, it really took a segue there for like, I don't know, a 30-second <laughs> gap there. Good stories, though. I'm welcome forward to the book. Welcome to Bad Judgment Friday, kids. Um, usually, it's me talking about my crimes and misdemeanors throughout my life and various things. So, yeah, it was nice, uh, nice to have somebody else pick up the slack. Uh, hope she picks baseball better than husbands. Um, that could be the line of the day right there. Uh, oh, thanks, Jose. Appreciate it. I, I, I believe Jose is complimenting us on our looks, Scott. Thank you. <laughs> appreciate it. I appreciate it. You should, you should wait till I get my hat on. Oh, that's that's when it that's when it really goes next level, as the kids say. All right, Skeeter. Well, we've uh, we've had quite a show today for the Fridays, and uh, we didn't uh, maybe not a lot of sports, but we had some fun. So, guys, only one thing left to do. It's Friday. 
it's a good. You got to put your good overalls on. It's Friday. You're going out. You're having some fun. Put your good overalls on. Put your good straw hat on. Of course. Climb aboard your John Deere. Get those lucky keys out and put them in. Get ready to fire that mother up because kids, once again, it is time to bet the farm. By, by the way, Ryan is saying that he thinks Allie should be a regular Friday guest. Do you want to be the one to tell him? Oh, Alan, she already is. Yeah, she already is our uh, regular Friday guest. So uh, We had her on once, then she missed, and then we've had her on like, idea, like... You, you might have tried to Zuckerberg it from us because... Uh, Zuckerberg get from us because we kind of already had that idea. That is a uh, terrific idea. So, Scott, I know we had a uh, Bet the Farm play yesterday. How did we end up doing, sir? We had the Warriors, minus 14, and they came out and played. Never a doubt. By 16. Never a doubt the Warriors got home. It took a minute, but they did get home. Congratulations. It is time to cue the banjos. <laughs> Yeehaw! All right, there it is, everybody. It's the quick change. Hard to believe. Hard to believe we do this live, isn't it? With those changes cut like they are. Oh, nailed it! Absolutely nailed it! Absolutely nailed it today. All right, Scott. So I know we have a farm play cooked up for today. Tell everybody what it is. So for this one, we are going to look at the NBA once again. We're going to take the Atlanta Hawks on the money line at minus 125 at Caesars. A couple reasons why there's been a lot of line movement in this game in favor of Atlanta, mainly because Miami's playing for absolutely nothing. Atlanta is still competing for seeding in the play-in tournament, could still potentially get the eighth seed, while Miami officially clinched the one seed in the Eastern Conference yesterday with the losses by Philly and and with the loss by uh, Boston as well. So the point is, is that Miami's officially the one. They're going to be celebrating. They got nothing to play for. I expect to see Butler, Lowry, and some of the veterans not play. And on top of that, I wonder what motivation is going to be like since Miami's trying to just stay healthy at this point. Well, it's kind of a must-win game for Atlanta. Plus, Atlanta ranks second offensive efficiency, while Miami ranks tied for eighth. And the Hawks, very good as favorites. The Hawks are 5-0, ATS in their last five games a favorite. We're going to fade the heat based on the lack of motivation and the fact that they might be a little bit hungover showing up to the arena. Yep, very good. You uh, you made a prediction yesterday about some key players sitting out, and we expect it again today. Should have an announcement. Honestly, Scott, we talked about getting the announcement during the show, and we haven't got it yet, but we do expect it coming that Miami will be sitting a number of key players. That's probably the main even, factor. Even if they don't, a half? What yeah. Do you think, a half tops? Agreed. Yeah, agreed. There's no way they play anywhere near a full game. So that's going to do it for our farm play. We like the Hawks on the money line, minus 125 at Caesars. You want to be a little froggy, you can get even money, or you can get minus 110 if you want to lay a point and a half. We just thought there was good value there for the 15 cents. So that's going to do it for the farm. That's going to do it for our Friday show. Of course, don't forget, we're going to be doing Left Turn Mania here in just a few minutes, so stay tuned for that or come back and see us. But if you can't make it for that, we'd appreciate it if you'd come back and see us on Monday at 3 p.m. as Scott and I will once again do our very best in the never-ending journey to help you guys on your quest to head back to the window. Take care, everybody. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. Bye-bye.